visiting with our Shap of the Week senior captain for touchdowns, a rushing touchdown, Taylor Anderson, senior quarterback, and a 57 to nothing win over Austin High, a game that you hadn't really had the opportunity to participate in, and it was homecoming. What did that feel like last week? It was awesome. You know, there's a rivalry, obviously, between us, but I haven't played that team since freshman year. And going in, I was I think we were all a little nervous and antsy to play. Going in for halftime was just an amazing feeling, knowing that we were up by so much. And then after the game, I think everyone had a little fun in the locker room. It was definitely a chippy game at times. You know, you had the homecoming dance. Who's the best dancer out of everybody? Who's got the best moves on the dance floor? I'd say Penny Baker. Penny's got some moves on the field. Penny's got some moves off the field. Penny caught a couple of touchdown passes. One of the ones that stuck out that was our kind of play of the game was the first of his two touchdown grabs on Friday night. The physics of the game, when you have a tight window and you're throwing over two defenders and you drop it in, people don't understand. That's just not the route that everybody can throw to, and that is not the route that every receiver can catch. Take us through that play and what your responsibility is in that, in that particular moment. Yeah, it's funny. I think we were on, what, the 12, 13-yard line, I think. And I think it was third and three, and I thought it was fourth and three, so maybe. And I just decided to take a shot to the end zone. But I was actually reading the corner. It looked like they are in man coverage. But the corner ended up bailing, and I just threw a really good ball to him. But I could have easily taken Coker on the outside for a stop for the first down. But Penny ended up getting a lot of space, and it was a really good route by him. We connected on that. The amount of intensity that comes with being a Westlake football player, I asked this last week of Jake Ellinger, the amount of intensity that the starters show when some of the guys that are on the second team, third team, pretty much when you get in a position like you were in the last two district games where you get to empty the roster, so many of the attack team guys get a chance to get on the field. And I look down the sidelines and I see, I mean, you would think it was the opening kickoff of the entire game. That's how hyped the starters are. What does that mean to you as a senior leader to take on that responsibility of when those guys get an opportunity to play late in the game, no matter the score you guys are hyped I think that's the most fun thing for me to watch um, really just because those guys work so hard in practice and for them to get to play in the games and make big plays I think every starter would agree with me that whenever someone makes a big play that don't normally play it's it's pretty awesome to watch and we get really excited for that we get really pumped up you go into the layman game you are the last of the senior captains that we get to interview here so all five captains get an opportunity to say what they want to say and emotionally you could tell that every time we bring up this high ranch game you know the mood changes a little bit and you have to talk about it but this year year after you were thrown in the fire against Lake Travis your sophomore year you lead the team to a 14 and 1 season last year and now obviously you are continuing to build on that performance from last year as a leader now what was your message after the Cy Ranch loss? Uh, you know, I played three years on varsity here, and that was my fourth loss. Honestly, people can say what they want, but I think we needed it a little bit. I think people were going into that game, we were ranked number four in the state of Texas, which, I mean, I definitely think we are the number four team, if not better. But, you know, what I'd just like to tell everyone is, I mean, we need to move on. Don't forget about it, but move on. I think going into this next Lambing game, people might say, oh, well, they haven't won every game this year. Well, you know what? I think everyone's bought into playing every team and every week like they're the best team in Texas. You know, don't un- underestimate anyone because anything can happen. We talk about that all the time. There's a target on your back, and the target is why. Why? It's Westlake. Just like everybody tries to circle the Lake Travis date, because if you win that game, that makes your season. If you win that game, the Westlake faithful start to go, what's going on? We lost. It's almost a better story. When you look at it outside of the Westlake bubble, it's almost a better story when you lose, because the next game is coming. What are we going to do next? A 67 to nothing shutout. What did you do next? A 57 to nothing shutout. So now you're in a situation where you're going into the layman game and you have yet another opportunity to inform everybody that this 
this is who we are. The team that showed up at home in the home opener against Cy Ranch is not who we're going to be. First two games of the season, I thought that, you know, we weren't really finishing games very well. I feel like we weren't really coming together as a team completely. And I think after that second game, everybody's been on point. You know, I mean, our unit grade is one of our goals. Unit grade of 75% or more is what we try to hit. And I think the last two weeks we've been over 90. Something we've been really improving on, really looking forward to for the rest of the season. And I don't think it matters who we play now. I think everyone's, there's no more fourth quarter, zero points scored. There's no more, we're going to let 21 points up in the fourth quarter. It's going to be just balls to the wall for the rest of the year for every single quarter of the game. I think a lot is made out of the guy after Sam Ellinger. At the time, people were looking at it going, well, who's this? And and anytime, you know, there was a guy that followed Drew Brees, there was a guy that followed Nick Foles. All of those people did not have the opportunity that that you had to step into a situation where you had a guy like Nakia Watson and you had a guy like Garrett Ayler. On the other side of the ball, you had a guy like Braden Cassidy. Looking at what you didn't have to deal with as a leader of the team last year because so much leadership was at the top in the senior class and you had a lot of vocal voices. Now that it's your job to lead what did you take from them and apply to your leadership role as a captain this year playing behind sam for a year you know that was it was awesome it was i learned a lot obviously he had some big shoes to follow but you know i just tried to make make a name of myself play a little different than him and nikia last year he definitely carried our team for a lot of the way on offense and garrett i took i think i took a lot of captain leadership from him just being a vocal guy guy to get on people's butts in practice if practice isn't going well and you know that's a big thing uh coach Dodge likes to preach to us is every practice has to be very very good it has to be it has to be on point you know and I think every practice we've had since our loss has been just a much improvement every single day that's one of the things we talked about in Kirk Rogers in our pregame interviews that coach Rogers always preaches hey routes on air and if we can be perfect on routes on air and he started to describe that from a receiver standpoint but I asked him about how he views it from a quarterback perspective and he talks about muscle memory and rhythm what does routes on air do for you how important is it for your development as a quarterback routes on air is everything um in our pre-games we we go through a series of routes on air and you know that's probably the thing that we most look forward to and we go by in our games and i think it reflects on how we perform um the first two games i think we had we had three drops in the first game and i think it was one in the second game and then since then we haven't dropped the ball and i think the scores are reflected for that you look at guys like mason mangum and penny baker and jack Jackson Coker, you're kind of leaders out there who have varsity experience, but then you have a guy like Jax Crockett, and you have some guys that are getting their first taste of varsity football, and you've been them. You've been the young guy on the team, and how does your experiences as a three-year member of this team on the varsity level, how does it help them just by you being there and encouraging them? Because we saw Jax, you know, catch his first pass from you, catch his first touchdown pass, and, and a lot of those firsts that only happen one time. How, how have you been able to, to help those guys transition into members of the team um you know i mean i tell them i've been in their shoes i know what they feel like except you know they're better than me i got thrown into a position they're, they're earning their spots you know i mean jacks he's done a great job he's a so- sophomore starter and i think he's going to surprise a lot of people down the road once he starts connect with everything and i mean he's really good in open space with the ball jackson coker you know he started last year as a sophomore as well he earned his spot last year and he earned it again this year and he you know he hadn't got a lot of chances this yet but he, i mean he's probably one of the most physical people on our team his blocking has done a lot and i think he's gonna get rewarded for it well, he's getting rewarded for it in production points because we talk about just how physically he is downfield and how he opens up those holes at the end of runs, whether it's a, a trip gram run or a quarterback keeper with you running the ball or or any other opportunity that you see, you know, kind of come your way is that it's all about what you do without the football. And I think that's beneficial. What do you do without the football? Sometimes during the game where you don't have the ball and, and you've got some responsibilities, what are they? Talking about production, I think that uh, that can definitely limit my production or make it better. Um, coach, that's one of the biggest things Coach Dodge talks about in film with the quarterbacks is playing 
playing without the ball. Even if it's a zone read, me carrying out the, my fake five yards past the line of scrimmage. If it's a pass run option, me flipping my shoulders and throwing it out like I'm throwing a ball out to the quick route. Final thought, Taylor. Obviously, you, you get ready for a football game in, in different ways, but what has changed from your sophomore season to now? What has evolved in your preparation to get ready for a Westlake football game on Friday nights? sophomore junior year I was just trying to prepare myself I was trying to calm down relax prepare myself but you know this year what I've done a lot is try to go prepare other guys try to make them better try to make them calmer try to make them have the best game that they can and you know obviously my game will follow with that making other people uh, prepare for another game is awesome to me how many redheaded comments or jokes do you get on a weekly basis I've quite a bit (laughs) (laughs) see the thing is is I think everybody thinks that that's a bad thing like it you know the ginger thing is is a bad thing I actually think it makes you unique it makes you stand out without really trying there's something about that that obviously people catch on to. You know, it's it's a blessing, it's a gift, it's a hereditary thing, but how do you kind of use that, among other things, what people kind of knock you for, how do you use that as motivation to get better? I think the jokes are funny, but I think when I make plays, people won't forget it just because of my hair. <laughs> They'll remember who I am a lot. Well, we have no problem remembering who you are, man. Taylor Anderson, our Shab of the Week, thanks so much for doing this. Yes, sir, thank you.